About the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be ballin', playing yeah, with the yeah, Wizards. Yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pictures. Jeez. Let's talk about the Cats, how rest can turn them boys to winners. Uh, injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To the opponent, we can't toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. This is our flagship program. I'm Nathan. That's the stoner, and it's just the two of us. That's right. Trev has some business to take care of, as he is a businessman. We got Missy Trev in the background for our audio listeners, because yes, while we do stream this live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter every Wednesday at 7.30, alive for your pleasure, we do push this out to your favorite audio platforms as well. In fact, I made a promise, and I will keep to it. During the grab bag session in the cool down, we will read off whichever Apple, you know, reviews you have left us. I will read them off. Hopefully they're nice and this doesn't become an episode of mean tweets. But (laughs) we'll see that. We'll see that in the cool down for the game. We're going to be talking training camp headlined by the fan lottery. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Stoner and I, spoiler alert, not going to be at training camp. Not Did not get the invite, neither did Trev. But, uh, uh. Good tease. There may be some developments. Okay, there might be some developments. Looking forward to that in the game. Here in the warm-up, we will be discussing Juan Soto, the home run derby champion. Mm. All-American hero. Will he be the second national player to win the Derby and then walk away from the team? We'll talk in, about that here. In the same in, year, right? Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that here in the uh, warm-up. Of course, make sure that you're in the comment section. You like this video. You subscribe to the channel. We appreciate all the support. You might see, if you're watching the channel, not one of our audio listeners, something fancy on top of Stoner's head. We do have some merchandise that we do push out. We don't like to, you know, you know, pedal our gears as as it were. We will you will start to see a little bit more prominent here on our YouTube page. Uh, we do have that available to you. If you head out to our, our Twitter account, you can check our link tree and you can go out to the uh, the gear that way. I think we might actually have it in the description of these videos as well. If not, we might have to do that. Listen to me here. We we are not. Uh, we don't sell this gear at like a premium. In fact, mm-hmm. the, as far as the, the the site that we use, link uh, the uh, the spring tea, we actually reduce it to the point where it doesn't actually get us money. That's not what we're we're not selling the gear to get money. We just think that you know if you want to support the channel and you wear the shirt, somebody asks you when you're hey, what's ref the district? You can tell them about us, and that gets us another viewer, and that's. What's cool? In fact, I'm actually going to get a pair of slides that we 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 put on on there. Those are cool. Um, it literally like we get a penny if you buy the slides. That's how that's how marked down we put it is as much as possible. So yeah, man. Uh, but you just support the channel by supporting us. 
and uh, make sure you subscribe. And if you wear the gear, like I said, it's just kind of a bonus. And you'll see us out and about. Uh, I'm wearing a fancy polo. These aren't uh, on the site, but we do have several good shirts to include. The classic behind me, the Just a Fan shirt. You'll see that behind Stoner as well. Yep. Uh, shout out to Daryl and Doug in the chat already. Make sure if you're watching us live that you hop in the chat and let us know what you think about Juan Soto winning the Derby. But having to fly himself out to the mm. all-star break. Stoner, yeah. you believe this story from Scott Boris, uh, but but why? Well, because... Why some, did this happen? Well, some organizations are not as uh, first class as others. And, you, you know, the organization, the Washington team, they're up for sale. These are These are owners now who are trying to pinch every possible penny that they can at this point before they sell the team. So that's why I don't think they did it. Super low class. I mean, same situation happened in Oakland with the A's. They also had a player who was going to fly coach uh, to the all-star game, but Houston, who I believe played them the last game before the all-star game, they were taking their players privately. And so they said, Hey, Come hop on board with us. Now, why didn't it, I think it was Atlanta? Is that the last team Washington play? Why didn't Atlanta do that for Juan Soto? I'm just, you know, I'm trying to switch <laughs> the blame, right? This is all Atlanta's fault. This is not the Washington's fault. But it is, it is kind of weird that that they that they would do that. Don't don't you think it's just I believe it hundred percent. Yeah, those are the kinds of things you just did, don't did he he didn't have to fly himself out last year, though. Uh I don't know, did he? I don't and remember it being a story last year. Last year. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think I think now, this year it's, it's a story because the contract he did yeah. turn down four hundred forty millions over four hundred forty million over fifteen years, yeah. which we talked about. That's not a that's not a great deal for him, right? That's not something that is you know. I think his his yearly average is nearly like thirtieth. It's if like you were 20th, to take that yeah. deal, twentieth, yeah. So yeah. it's it's way down there. So obviously a monster contract, but when you look at it, the deal actually isn't that sexy. Well, it's still it's you're right that it's not the AAV is not great. It's still the dollar amount would be the largest contract in the history of professional sports, right? So you got to give them a you got to give Washington a little bit of credit, don't you? That they at least offered. A huge, it wasn't a and no deferred money, no, no deferred, deferred money. money. That was, was actually a, something un, that was pretty surprising. Yeah, it was. It wasn't an insulting offer, right? Uh, maybe the AAV was not great, but it was not an insulting offer. So that's good. Uh, shout out to Gus Bus and Command This podcast. Shout out to Steve out there uh, watching the channel right now. He sounds. He says sounds borderline petty, but there could be more to it. Not a big deal. Slow news day. In the MLB, outside yeah. of Soto and Judge, that's fair. You know, it could it could be that Gus Bus with. Uh, I think Rizzo is pretty first class. I he's agree. More important than Soto. Uh, he's more important, maybe. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, he's the guy putting the team together. But so he's kind of important. <laughs> but I mean, Soto is the face of the franchise right now. He, I mean, he, I have a lot of thoughts about this whole contract thing. It's it's still. I don't understand one big thing about it. And maybe you have a thought on this, Nathan, but I've been, it's been 
swirling around in my head for a couple of days, right? I don't understand why it's so urgent that this is that this get done now. It's either sign him or they're going to trade him. He's two and a half years away from free agency. Why the urgency? Has this ever happened in the history of team sports that a guy's two and a half years away and we're making a big deal that if you can't sign him now that you're going to trade him? I don't understand why that is an issue today. Why, so why I, this year? So I think part of this is that they have to the, – the reason why they feel like it has to be done now is because, one, they want to lock him up long-term now. Uh, Gus Bus talks about arbitration, and that's one thing, right? Like you can probably get him cheaper – if you if you lock them up now, then if you go to arbitration, it's probably going to cost you a little bit more there. So there's that's one aspect to it. The other aspect and where the trade comes in, you're talking a generational player here. You know, mm-hmm. one of the best players in baseball that's that's available. And if teams can guarantee that they'll get two years of that, two and a half years of mm-hmm. that talent. Mm-hmm. They're going to take it. If, if Soda doesn't sign with them, you know, but if all they get is that two and a half years, they're still going to give you starting caliber players, right? They're going to give you people who are ready to play baseball now. Right. If you wait another year or if you wait mm-hmm. till it's literally you can't sign, you know, you're not going to sign him and he's going to walk away in free agency, mm-hmm. teams for a six month rental aren't going to give you the haul that they'll give that. you right now. I get that. But it's not guaranteed that he's going to walk. Everybody has a price. I don't you got to find out what that price is. So it's not guaranteed that he's going to walk. But why is it that they're that it's so urgent that you necessarily do it now? Who's the guy who's the kid in Seattle who Soto beat for the home run derby? Julio, Julio Rodriguez? Rodriguez, yeah. Why aren't they why aren't they um Trying to either find him or Juan Soto's been around for three years. Okay, <laughs> he's twenty three years age, old. Yeah, he's been around. This is his fourth year, but it's the same concept. You've got him under contract for the next two years after this year. There's no reason to go out there and say we have to trade him just because you're going to get a good haul for him. And you know how I feel about trading guys, proven guys for unproven guys. I've said it over and over. I said it about the Bradley Beal situation. So let's say you get a good haul for him, right? And you get a couple of really good prospects. And those prospects turn into really good players. Oh, they turn into a guy who, I don't know, wins a batting title, two silver sluggers, a home run derby, right? It's considered the best, one of the top five players in baseball. You already have that on your team. Why do you have to trade for a guy who might do that in three years? Th- this He's is this is there. where this is where I will agree with you on this particular player, right? Juan Soto, you're not. It doesn't matter what you get back in return. You're not getting Juan Soto, right? Period. Right. You, you can hope all you want, but again, he is a generational talent. You're not going to get that back. Bradley Beal. I know that it's not the topic here. We're talking Juan Soto. 
you could get a Bradley Beal. You can get a you can get okay, a B, take the Bradley Beal out of yeah. it. But, <laughs> but yeah, the this particular though. one, yes, this particular one, I agree with you. Give a shout out here to uh, those. Doug is watching uh, DC United Bayern Munich right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Go DC United, even though Bayern Munich's a, a fun team to watch. Uh, Yam in Japan is on there. Hello, Daryl Jackson. He he also is talking about the generational player. You just can't let them get away. Gus Bus yeah, loves can. the fact that I mean, uh, they're being decisive on this. And uh, Yam brings up this good point here. How many players have the Nats let mm-hmm. walk over just the past six to eight years? Granted, yes, some were just too rich, wanted out, etc. But still, they just can't seem to keep talent. We tweeted about this actually not too long ago. They just cannot keep talent outside of Strasburg. And whether or not Strasburg is a legitimate star mm-hmm. can be debatable because he he doesn't really play all that much. Now, if you ask me, being a Nationals fan, I'll tell you that he happens to be one of the greatest postseason pitchers of all time. But uh, mm. unfortunately, that doesn't mean much when you can't help the team get to the postseason. Shout out to our man Steve with the command this podcast with a donation. Again, we had, do have that down there. The super chat is available. We appreciate those who uh, appreciate that. Uh, Steve. Could could give that donation. But uh, Steve says the urgency is linked to his trade value, almost like Kirk. If you know he's gone, trade him now. A two year rental is perfect for a ready team. Pay up. Uh, Again, make sure, uh, by the way, if you're if real quick, before you tackle that, that head out to the command, this podcast, yeah, uh, yeah. YouTube page, Fantastic. make sure you subscribe to them. Great, great guys. Some great content that they provide. Appreciate uh, them. Uh, and then Steve for that donation there. Yeah. But again, Julio Rodriguez, his trade value right now is at an all time high. He just placed second. He just popped onto the scene as this amazing young rookie who's going to be a great player, his trade value is at an all-time high right now. Why don't they talk about trading him or signing him? That's not how it works. And, and another another point to the whole go get a, a bunch of young guys, right? So you get a trade value and you get a bunch of young guys back. You're not going to sign them once they become a great player again because you've proven you're not going to sign him. So you're just going to continue this cycle. And and it's it's really starting to get that point to that point where you this is we're becoming the Oakland A's of the East. We're becoming a team who who gets these good draft picks. We develop them. They get to the big leagues, and then we trade them. We get rid of them because we don't want to pay them, or the Pirates, or the Royals, or that's not who Washington should be. We've got shouldn't be a glorified farm team. No, that's ridiculous. So we got to stop with this. His trade value is at an all-time high. So what? His sign, his need to sign him is at an all-time high as well. That's what we should be focused on. Gus Bus calling you out for the Rodriguez uh, mm-hmm. part. Rodriguez hasn't turned down a deal like Soto just did. Right. Would you offer the largest money ever to a rookie? Absolutely not. And Rodriguez obviously hasn't done enough to to warrant that. You could argue Juan Soto has been in line for a deal for the last two seasons where he's mm-hmm. just been just outstanding play and deserving of more money. But obviously you don't pay somebody you know more money when you can keep them for as cheap as they have over the last few seasons. And we do yeah. still have Juan Soto for two and a half seasons. 
I don't want him to leave DC. No, of course not. I want them to do whatever. Like, did you watching the home run derby? Like, just his smile brings a smile to your face, right? He just he actually does enjoy the game, and he made the pitcher, you know, cry. Like he's he's just he's he's such a fun player for baseball, and you want that to stay on the Nationals. My question to you is: Is there's another generational talent that's on the other coast? They haven't been able to put together a winning season. We've mm-hmm. at least been blessed that we had Juan Soto and a and a and a and a World Series championship. Yeah. The Angels have Trout, who a lot of people consider the best baseball player. Yep, absolutely. Would you sign Juan Soto to five hundred million dollars? Yeah. If it you know best AAV and all that good stuff, it's a contract he just can't refuse. Mm-hmm. Chartered jet to every All Star game he makes, whatever it takes, right. whatever it takes. If it or, means Washington doesn't make the World Series again for the next decade, no, of course not. Not if the the alternate is true that if you get rid of Soto, then you will make the world series within the next decade. Of course not. You would never put one player above the team, but having Mike Trout on the angels gives them a chance. Now they haven't, they've done absolutely nothing with those chances. He's never even won a playoff game in his entire career, 10 years of being the best player in baseball. I understand it doesn't always work out that way, but conversely, there are plenty of players that, that do win World Series. Mookie Betts is the second highest paid player in baseball right now. He won a World Series last year, right? So, uh, and who's the who's the next guy I'm thinking of? For whatever reason, he just blanked out of them. Uh, Acuna, Acuna Jr. He's up there in in paid, and they won a World Series last year. Now he was hurt, but still, he was a part of that team, and he makes a ton of money. And Tatis Jr. makes a ton of money. Now, they didn't go to the World Series, but they're right there in the playoffs each year. So for every Mike, Mike Trout, I can I can come back with three other guys who are making a, a crap ton of money and make it. So it doesn't mean just because you sign him, you're not going to make it because you can't sign other players. That's not how it works. You have to be able to develop talent, keep that talent, and pay that talent. That's all there is to it. And and Washington's not doing that right now. And it's driving me insane. When they when they let Harper go, right, they were in the middle of a pennant race. So they did kind of try to trade him, but they wanted to keep him for a pennant race. They made the playoffs. They didn't win. Then they let him go, and you're just kind of like, well, okay, they've got other guys that they're going to sign. Then Rendon came up, and they were thinking about trading Rendon, right? He clearly didn't terrible. want to be here. Yeah. Remember, remember they were terrible at the beginning of that mm-hmm. particular year. What's the yeah. what's the number? Twenty nineteen. They were 31? they were yeah they were god awful. Yeah, and, they were nineteen. Uh, it comes up every every May. Right. And it's like we're going to turn around. You know, we can so turn. They around. Said, so they said, well, we might be trading Rendon because I don't think we're going to be able to resign him. But then they got hot and they made a World Series run run and won the World Series. So then you kind of understood letting him go because you had to decide you couldn't keep both, and they went with Strasburg, right? And then the last one last year was Max and Trey. And they were a terrible team. And they tried to turn it around, and they couldn't do it. So you understood trading them because why? Because you got to have enough money to pay Soto. Now it's time to pay Soto. Pay so him. Please pay Soto. Pay and him. Stop pay this, him whatever it takes. Crap. 
for this team is this team is currently up for sale. Is this a more attractive team with Juan Soto on a five hundred million dollar contract? Yeah, or a team that pulls back a haul of young players for Juan Soto? What which is that's, more attractive? Do you think? I think that's the big sticking point with this whole thing and why it's become such an issue here two and a half years before he hits free agency has everything to do with the sale. Although I don't know what it benefits either side to go in either direction. I don't know if, cause some people say you want to have the best player in baseball, the face of the franchise locked up for the 10 years when you take over the team, when you buy the team. And then the other side is, well, I don't want to take over a team that's got $500 million in debt right away, right off the bat in one guy. 20% probably, of the payroll. Probably going to make probably yeah. going to make that money back. <laughs> yeah, I know, saying. but which but which way do you want to go? Which yeah. way do the learners want to go? I personally, I don't have I don't have the money to put down, but me personally if I'm buying a an a, a baseball franchise, yeah. I'm buying the one with the star that I yeah. know that's going to make aren't you me paying, that, that money aren't back. Aren't you paying more for that? Aren't you paying You're probably instead of 3 you're, billion, you're paying 3.5 because you've got to You've, because you got to pay for that star. That's possible. That contract, yeah. That's possible. But isn't it worth it? To me, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. We're going to give a shout out to our people in the chat. We got uh, the Dubs family. We got Hawk TV and Shady Katie uh, joined us briefly. Says you are looking just handsome there, Stoner, oh. in that that cap of yours. Katie, thank you very much. Uh, there is a good conversation happening here in, in the chat as well that I kind of want to bring in here. Yeah. Yam says that. Juan Soto is a talent that brings people to watch a mediocre at best team, just yeah. like Trout and Otani for the Angels. Gus Bus, however, is on the other side saying that the Nats have enough going for them to attract fans. Nice stadium, great site, big tourism in the summer for DC. Yeah. They don't have to depend on having a highly paid star to get fans to come. Do the Nationals need Juan Soto to sell tickets? Yes. Go to the state. Who said? Who said? Who's against it? That they don't need it? Was that Gus? Bus that thinks Gus? that they have enough going for them that they don't. Gus, when's the last time you've been to a game this year? It's an empty stadium. Sorry, buddy. It just is. Except for those times where they're giving out bobbleheads, or there's fireworks, or there's pups in the park, whatever sort of promotion. That stadium is empty. They're getting about. They're getting less than ten thousand fans in there. I've been there. It's empty. Okay, sorry. They do need faces. They do need to win. First, you need the faces. Then you need to win. Then the fans will come. It's That's how it is in Washington for all teams, right? We're not one of these great sports towns. We're a front-runner town, right? If you're doing well, we'll show up. If you're not doing well, we ain't showing up. We're going to do the old, uh, well, you know, I used to like the uh, Seahawks when I was a kid, so I'm going to, you know, be following them while the commanders are terrible. You know, like that. That's what people are going to end up doing when the team sucks. So, Which yeah, they need we might be in a period if they end up trading Soto. Uh, Gus, it's not fair to say last year was an empty stadium with Soto. They, they, last year was a pretty special year as far as what was going on, and uh, so the stadium was bound to be bound to be empty. So yeah, uh, last couple of years haven't haven't been that. But bad. I got one question: this for year you. could be filled if they start winning, and I think they have a better chance of winning with Juan Soto in the lineup than they yeah, do without them. But of course. Last thought before we end up going to the game, talking training camp and that lottery. 
All right. So my question for you is some things have been thrown around that uh, is part of this trade package. If it's going to happen, are you throwing, can, is it feasible that they throw in Patrick Corbin into that trade package so you can get rid of that contract too? Right. Are, is, are you going to get a bunch feasible? of scrap back? Sure. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think it adds anything. I think that I, I don't think you get crap back because of it. Right. I think what happens is, you know, a team wants Juan Soto. They're willing to give us five good to great players for it. And the mm-hmm. Nationals are like, now nah, we need you to throw in more. And they're like, well, this is all we can afford to give you. Do you just want to throw Corbin in and we'll take Corbin off your hands? That's how that's going to happen, right? Yeah. Or if they come out and they're like, well, we got six players. And Nationals are like, well, can you take Corbin with this? They're like, well, then we're only going to give you four. five players. Yeah, <laughs> right, four right. players. Uh, same with Strasburg. Yeah, same with Strasburg would yeah, be another one where people are going to be if, – if they take on that contract, they're, they're going to not give us as much. I don't think that they're going to give us – you know, pennies on the dollar because you're still getting Juan Soto. You're going, but you're just going to get, you're going to have to give up less if you're willing to take on those, those uh, bad, 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 bad deals. So uh, enough with the baseball, let's get to the training camp. If you're here for Rio, I don't know if you saw his message, but he is actually not going to do his own live today. Something came up, so we won't have him for the game, but we will have you in the chat. Make sure you stick around we're talking training camp coming up to include that god awful lottery hmm. more on that for our ref the district coming up the game is brought to you by pacers running stores pacers has six stores in northern virginia and dc for the best running footwear apparel and gear just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business pacers running exists to help as many people as possible through running For every run, it's Pacers running. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.